Opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. would have had serious consequences for the world financial system but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the US wants to avoid at all costs We're slicing cake We're slicing cake We're slicing cake Gaddafi didn't give up. In the months leading up to the military intervention, he called on African and Muslim nations to join together to create this new currency that would rival the dollar and euro. They would sell oil and other resources around the world only for gold dinars. It's an idea that would shift the economic balance of the world. Countries' wealth would depend on how much gold they have, not how many dollars they trade. And Libya has 144 tons of gold. Welcome, welcome everyone to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. I'm your host, Dave, from L.A., coming to you live from Human Region number 6. Today is May the 21st. 2019. It is a Monday. Excuse me. It's a Monday for me. It's actually a Tuesday. So we'd like for you to get in on the conversation at any time. Give us a call. 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. We'd love to hear from you today. Just uh, chime in with, with, you know, back on air. I'm back on air. Looking forward to today's show. Gonna have to catch up on some things. We got a couple of things that um, isn't running properly here. We had some inclement weather that uh, came through here where I am, and it uh, messed up a couple of things for me. And I'm gonna have to reset and get some things uh, fixed here. But at any time, if you'd like to get in on the conversation, we're here. We'd love to talk to you. Seven zero four eight zero two seven zero four eight zero six fifty. Women, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number for you to get in on the conversation at any given time. We'd love to hear, as I said earlier, we'd love to hear from you. So, but before we get into that, everyone, please support Black Talk Radio Network. We need your overall support in order to, to, to maintain the direction that we've, we've accomplished and to continue. So, we need your support. If you would just go to www.blacktalkradionetwork.com, hit the donation prompt that's there, and that will give that will give you access to support this network so that we can stay on air. Also, or what you could do is the most preferred way is for you to actually become a member inside of the social media platform known as BTR Community that was put together by this network for you to be able to engage in your social media activities without being as adversely affected. And you could do that very easily by going to www.btrcommunity, joining there, 
And once you join there, or what you can do for only $24 a year, it's a yearly subscription membership. You can post things about you, your business, or, or someone else's business. You can monetize it for yourself. You can post things that you think need to have more public awareness, discussion, or all of the social media activities that you normally would do with the other mainstream social media platforms that are not in your best interest. But this is Black BTR Community. It's definitely in your interest because it was created for you. So you can post those type of things and monetize it as well within reason, of course, within, within reason, and that's the only caveat that's there. So go to uh, www.btrcommunity and join for $24 a year. That yearly subscription supports this network and keeps us on air, keeps us from going dark when things are going, in, especially in today's world, the way things are going, we're definitely going to need to have Black Talk Radio Network. And I, I think that you all would agree about that. Hold on one second. Oh, let me fix this. You know, so I don't have no background noise. Okay, sorry about that. So please definitely do that. All right, but before we get into today's show, one more thing we got to do. Everyone, is now is really the time to acquire real money. Go to www.prosperitymint.com and check out what's in inventory there. Then, then email info at prosperitymint, info at prosperitymint. Tell them that you're a Tando radio show uh, listener, and they will explain the overall buying process for the, the real money. And it's to your benefit. You definitely want to do that, okay? Get in front of this stuff because it's going to be so necessary. Those that are prepared, you take the actions today, and that is what's going to spare you going forward, which is very, 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 very important. So thank goodness my computer is starting to come up. So just bear with me before we get into today's show. And um, I just want to say, man, had to take a couple of days off, uh, had some graduations to go to, um, just had to take some, some personal things I got to take care of. And so everything is working well. Just want to thank Scotty and Pastor Key for holding it down for me while I was uh, away traveling and greatly appreciate uh, both of those brothers and their contributions. So Pastor Keith should be in studio pretty soon here, and uh, we'll get going in today's show. So just bear with me, you all. I'm having just a little... We had some bad weather that came through here, and it uh, cut the power. And when it cut the power, kind of uh, set my computer uh, kind of into a haywire. But nevertheless, we still are ready to go. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what's in the news um, from my phone, and I'll be able to share those things with you. One sec. Let me just get that set up there. And we will get into today's show. At any time, if you would like to get in on a conversation, at any time, give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. Okay, so we're going to jump into what's in the news. And I'm pulling these articles up as we speak right now. Let me, I got to set this to, so that it is on the desktop site. There we go. 
And then here we go. What's in the news? All right. All populating all there. All 16 stories. There we go. All right. So here we go. First article. I got this article, and I think that um, is very critical. But, oh, I forgot. Today's show. What is the name of today's show? Today's show is What Happens to Them Becomes Our Future. What Happens to Them Becomes Our Future. And, I, and I, um, the reason why I wanted, I, I picked that name of the topic for the show because everything is cyclical. And what we've seen, you know, in the past around the world, all of those things that we've seen and we've, we've been aware of, those things are going to actually happen. That's a part of our overall uh, collective future if we continue on the path that we're, we're on. So I want to take a look at that in a couple of ways. And so that is uh, something that I think we really should be paying attention to, be aware of, because until we change how things operate around us, the, continue, the, the, the surgery, the strategical and, and surgical dismantling or our, our, our dissection of our lives will continue. So we got Pastor Keith um, in the building. What's up, Pastor Keith? How you doing, bro? Good to see you. How, you. how you like that tornado that almost just rolled through I mean, this, this, this morning? Did I was actually out there in it. Uh, I got up to do a little bit of running, a little... Cardio. Looking real fit there, Pastor Chief. <laughs> what, what, what you preparing for? You, you getting back to your fighting weight? I'm working on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking good, man. Looking good. But so you was out in it this morning. So did you see it, Keith? No, I felt it. Yeah. I was out there in it. I mean, out there running. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it came through like, like they say, like a tornado. Man, Chief, I, I, uh, I was. Um, you know, I had to take care of some things real early this morning, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And so I see it, and I'm like, oh, man, this thing is significant. I'm, I'm trying to track to see where the heck this thing is going to go um, because, you know, in my time here in this, in this area, I'm, you know, I don't like, I don't like those things. <laughs> you know, when we first got here, you know, there was a tornado that actually – took out, it was only probably 100 or 200 yards away from, from you know, from from where we live, and it took out the whole neighborhood. Right. When I say talk out the, took out the whole neighborhood, it le- well, you remember, Keith, you saw it. it. It leveled everything. And that was just, you know, our, our that was my first experience with yeah, that. Your indoctrination. Here. My indoctrination. And, and, and I would say, you know what, California earthquakes ain't that bad. Uh, but you, you know, you say that when you when you go through different stuff. But yeah, Keith, I was uh, I'm watching this thing, and it was really forming. It was forming fast. It did. And and those type of things do do, do form re- very 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 quickly. Yeah, it came fast and the left fast. Came fast and the left fast. And I said, come on, go on, go on, keep going. So it sure did. So, but Keith, thank you for holding it down on Friday uh, with Scotty and yesterday. And I didn't get to, to hear because of where where I was. Um, just I wouldn't have been able to, to do it. And so, well, but you know the thing is, uh, progress is being made. I hear that they're actually coming in there and they're going to pave all the roads. They're going to 
get rid of the horse and the buggy. Hold on, wait, 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 hold on, you, you all. They got to start putting uh, up uh, cell phone towers so everything's not wired and, you know, you don't have to turn that rotary dial and stuff every time you make a phone call. Hold on, folks. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, you, you know, you know, this is it's so unnecessary, so unnecessary. But yeah, I I figured you are so unnecessary. But but where where I was was kind of kind of real real rural, um, and so I didn't get to, and I had uh you know Arkansas is a from a uh, topography standpoint, the landscaping standpoint, I didn't realize how beautiful it was. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. I, I mean, just, just. Absolutely. Gorgeous. It, yeah, it, it, it really was, and I was really, really shocked. Um, but, you know, I was on my, on high alert. <laughs> uh, I was definitely on high alert, but I didn't realize how beautiful that place Really, really is. It is. Arkansas is is strange in that it um it's got some major major problems, but by the same token, it's like country. Even though they're cities, yeah, it, it's a it's a very eclectic. It, it, it's kind of a strange place because it's so beautiful, but yet there's a city, but it's still a small town. But yeah. Yes, they got major, major, major big city issues. Sure, um, sure. You got you got a whole diversity of people. Yeah. But you have a, a plethora of uh, white nationalists and all those sort of things there. It's just it's just a, it's kind of a strange place, but you can't deny its beauty. Yeah, you can't. The topography and everything else is just is breathtaking. Um, and you know what? It's it's really been a it's looked at in a way, and I think it's purposely done. It's a very, very, very capable and wealthy state with resources. You know that 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 Mississippi Delta uh, area has has been a breadbasket that that has driven a lot of the the riches that the U.S. has really exploited for, for you know, and it's it's not good, but it's it's definitely there. Definitely, definitely there. But let's get into the show, Keith. So today's Keith, Keith, uh, today's show is what happens to them becomes our future. What happens to them becomes our future. So the first article uh, that we have posted comes from comes from Russia Insider, and it says, "Let me fix this. Hold on." That was my mistake. Hold on. Um, let me fix this. Something is wrong here. Okay. Hmm, Keith. I'm getting two different... What? What is going on here? I'm getting two different... Maybe I needed to refresh. Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting two different... Okay, there it is. Okay, fixed it. All right, here we go. First article, this one comes from Russia Insider. Keith, I think this is very important, uh, and, and I want to crystallize this uh, for us and, and for us to really think about it. We're heading for, uh, whoops, 
We're heading for a, a civilization crisis. U.S. rivals with China, Russia, and everyone else is a sideshow. Because I think that's, that's well put, because we really are uh, heading for a civilization crisis. And I think that there needs to be a civilization crisis. And I think the crisis that needs to, to come about, Keith, this is what Keith, and, and if I will, I want you to just look at, look at this, um, this that I have, because no one else can see it, Keith. No one else can see this. And if you, if you look at it, I'm holding up something, and this is the destruction of, of our natural abilities and us to be able to have the prosperity that I think that is necessary. And what I'm holding up, it doesn't really matter the name of it, but it's very significant. It's a book. And, and it just so happens that I'm holding up Black's Law's Dictionary, the third edition, of, fourth edition the fourth edition of Black Law's Dictionary. And, and I say that, Keith, is because books have been very, very, very beneficial for individuals, but it's been disastrously demonstrous for us as a whole in the collective. And the reason why is because, and I say this all the time, Winston Churchill once said this, Keith, Winston Churchill said that history will be kind to England because she will write it. And what happens is this. If we have a chronicle, if we chronicle lies, lies to serve an interest of a selected group of people or a system Guess what happens? That lie becomes a measure of truth that people live by. And books have been used as a weapon. The great, one of the greatest weapons ever created was the printing press. Because once you were able to get information out that you wanted people to have, you were able to project your overall and momentumize your agenda beyond your reach. Now you had an endless reach because that person, that overall book would be passed on, read by others, and here and there. What is it doing? It's giving you an opportunity to give a foundation, a basis that you don't have to always go back to reestablish. You can easily keep, you can easily say, here it, go, here it is, here you go, read up, and this is what you need to know. And then I'll give you something else in the future. And then what are, what are you doing? You're continuously reinforcing and building upon the destruction of the masses. And it's not only the, but the book has been transformed into and revolutionized into the digital age now as well. Same method. Same, same method, a different with this, excuse me, same objective with, with a different method. And so very, very important because I think that we are headed for a civilization crisis and we need to have one because civilization is not in the overall, in my opinion, is not in the best interest of humanity. It is actually the most malevolent practice that keeps us doing the same things that we've done for in the past, 
And not only this, not seeing a real change that needs to happen, but really just change the overall outcomes for individuals or selective groups. And so we have to be careful because what is written is always written by man. What there is no other well that let's say on this planet. I, I had to rephrase myself because I don't know. Chief Chief, I know he's I think Keith is from another planet myself. I think I know a couple of aliens and, and I would classify Keith as one of them. But on Earth, man is the only living entity that writes books. that writes and creates that form of communication. No other living entity does on this planet. That you, do you know of anyone, Keith? I do not. And so what does that mean? It means that man is practicing something that is unnatural. Even though it's, they're capable of doing it, doesn't mean that it's a natural. It's not natural. Well, it's natural because it is a form of communication that, that man can engage in, but what, it, what it's being used for is unnatural methods, is, is, me, is methodizing an unnatural existence that becomes a truth. Because if you really think about it, the plants, the birds, they live off of what? Their system is not civilization. It's the ecosystem. They become captured by civilization because that's what civilization does. It's not civilized. It captures. It, it, it is a form of subjugation because civilization means that this, Keith, if you really think about it, it what? It means that you live by rules, practices, and procedures that is written by someone else. And there has to be an etiquette that has to be taught to all of those that are so-called civilized. And they, and they ostracize the ecosystem. They call it wild and untamed. Keith, I don't know how much death and destruction that we need to continue to see before we realize that civilization in, in society, in civilized society, is the wildest and most untamed and filled with such ubiquitous fraud that it doesn't take intelligence, it takes a measure of ignorance and stupidity to continue to practice it and think you're going to get a different result. Okay, so can you elaborate on it doesn't take intelligence it's based on ignorance and... It's based off of ignorance uh -huh. and it's based off uh, stupidity. Two different things. Okay. so let's And I would also say on... greed. Greed is, is probably one of the most important factors in civilization. It's, it's, it, and I'm going to tell you why I say greed. But go ahead, Chief, you want to say less about well, yeah, because I think you're hitting on some very important points, but I think you're going to have to elaborate a little bit more. Uh, one of the main things is ignorance. Why ignorance? And we're going to come back to it, Keith. Hold that, because that's going to be the topic of today's really show. 
And so if you can, and I, and I tell you why ignorance is, is, in my opinion, why it's so important. It's ignorance, stupidity, and greed. And I think it's very important, like you said, those are two, as a matter of fact, they're completely two different things. Yeah. And I think that you need to We need to. Okay. We need to. All right, so we're going to take a look at that. Next article. This one comes from Bloomberg. And let me just um, tee this one up. This comes from Bloomberg.com. See if I get this one up real quickly. Here it is. China warns about unwavering resolve to fight U.S. bullying. So basically... China is is saying that they are committed to this to this war, and this war is not just a trade war. It's a currency trade and shooting war. That's what the, the that's the paradigms of war. Say that again. It's not just a trade war. It's a currency war, trade war, and it's an active shooting war. Now, I think that's interesting because you said China was dedicated. To um, China warns about unwavering resolve to fight against U.S. bullying. Okay, so now I think that they're unwavering. What they're saying, it might not necessarily be true, but what they're saying doesn't necessarily have to do with currency. I think that they're saying that their their statement is that we're going to stand on a formal type platform. Is what they're saying. Yeah, but I don't think that. Necessarily, in itself, but okay. No, no. What do you mean? Um, yeah, keep. What do you mean? Well, because if you look at, if you look at what the United States is doing, I'm wholeheartedly agree with China that we're doing a whole lot of immoral things, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what China is looking to. Yeah. But by the same token, when they come in and 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 make a better way, if you will, some of the things that they're doing. You don't see it initially. It's right, right. Right in the line of what they're saying. That they're they're just, right, right. They're, they're, they're just using a different method. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I'm, I'm with you 100. And I wouldn't say that the U.S. is bullying. It's, it's their pra- practicing colonial civil, civilized control. Colonial civilized control. But isn't that bullying? No. That you know what, Keith, is worse than someone trying to rob you with a gun. Bullying is one of the methods of bullying. Sure, you know, uh, someone that's bullying you is is just a a physical confrontation. With, you know, trying to get you to you know suppress you, and you're gonna do what I tell you to do. Then someone robbing you is different. But what this is, this is actually colonialized genocide that's being practiced that, that that's w- what's happening here it's, it's, it's a much 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 yeah. much more and it includes bullying it, it includes sure sure yeah. and they don't they don't just do it by a gun they do it by the most this is why you heard that a pen is sharper than a, sh- a sword they took Malcolm X's philosophy by any means necessary yep yep and it's, a pen is, is mightier than a sword because while the sword can only kill incrementally one at a time, that pen kills thousands, millions, but billions. If that and what does a pen do? A pen writes. 
But, and I agree with you 100%, but one doesn't exclude the other. No. They, no. They, they, they use it all. They, right, right, right. They use all of the tools and, to, to their disposal. So it's very, very true. Next article from, Ron Paul, uh, from the Ron Paul Institute. Uh, Lawrence uh, Wilkinson's warns that the U.S. is driving down a highway to war with China. Yep, I would say a bullet train. Gone. There. Not just China. Not just China. With everyone. With everyone, yes. So check out that article. Next article, I thought this one, and I, I think I posted this one yesterday with you all. RT International, Google cuts ties with Rawway um, following trade uh, blacklisting. Now, I want you to think about that. Remember what the U.S. is saying that the overall telecommunication company and tech company, Rawway, is, is what their agenda is. They're actually a what? They said that they're a five G, a pseudo. Yeah, the five G company uh, with the, what they're producing. They're a pseudo national military company that serves the government of China. So I just want to ask everyone: How has how much has Google been in your life in the past ten years? How much influence has Google had in your life the past ten? I, I would. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, Scotty. Um, I wouldn't say they have influenced me, but their products, man. Uh, especially if you talking about the internet, their products, man. I I use a lot of their products. Yeah. And and yeah. in yeah. some cases. A lot of their products. In in some cases, you know, it's like hard to find alternatives or alternatives that are um, quality and what have you. But um, I mean, Google's like everywhere, man. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The, com- the company it has, a, it yeah. has an impact. In, yeah, it has an impact in in everyone's lives. Now, remember what what is being speculated that that railway was a part of right cyber and espionage so what does that mean that google has had their product embedded into what their platforms so now now i'm this is key and i want everyone to listen to me i think this is critical i think the next the major false flag that we're going to see that sparks a, a the war isn't going to be the only the traditional ones that we've seen before, right, Keith? Like the uh, the sinking of the uh, um, Bismarck, uh, the Gulf of Tonkin, Pearl Harbor, uh, 9/11, all of those other famous ones, and, and there's so many uh, that that are out there, right? But I think that the the major major false flag that is going to to perpetuate the war quicker. It's going to be the cyber one. There's a cyber false flag that is right around the corner. And just think about how much Google, how much access Google has, has able to derive from everyone and how much impact that it, it could have. And I think that that's, and it's the setup, that's the false flag that is going to, to, to really uh, catch people in a position to where they'll be willing to listen to whatever is being told to them that they and what they would need to do next. Hey, very, Dave. Very, 
the exposure there is great. Yes, Scotty. Now, you know, um, I, I have some experience in the corporate world, um, various different corporate, corporate level jobs. And here's the thing, though. And then even politicians. When I heard that, um, what's his name? Uh, Sidney Blumenthal, I believe is his name, or whoever one of uh, Hillary Clinton's henchmen. And they were emailing each other and they were saying that his email got hacked. His Gmail, his Gmail got hacked. If you're a company, you should have your own internal uh, email. If you have, yeah. if you're a company that has sensitive information, whether that's corporate, you know, intelligence or secrets or what right. have you, you're supposed to be using secure email. You're not supposed to be using free email, like provided by by Gmail. And if I'm no. not if I'm not mistaken, um, the um, you know they talking about Huawei uh, spying on us, but it's already been revealed that they spying on us too. They've been in our emails and, and what have you, the yep. Gmail and what have you. Yep. So you know, it, on some of this stuff, in terms of, and again, I don't, I haven't seen any information. I'm just assuming that that you know they're spying. Uh, the charges is true or whatnot, but they all do it. But again, though, if you're trying to keep something uh, a sensitive secret, you shouldn't be using Gmail or Yahoo Mail or or any of these because they're corporations too. So how you know Google ain't spying and stealing corporate information from from the emails from their email platform? You know, there's there's a thing called preventative measures, man, and some people are just leaving themselves wide, wide, wide open, man. I mean, I I use Gmail, but I ain't dealing in no corporate secrets, technological secrets, or or anything of that nature. Yeah, yes, yeah, Scotty, I'm I'm with you 100. percent The exposure there is great. Yeah, go ahead, Keith. I also um um. Scotty is more aware of than your average individual by far. But he says something that they he don't think that uh, it has changed him or uh, uh, those things. Uh, I think for the average individual, though, it changes us greatly. And unfortunately, it does it in a matter that we're not even aware of. And what I mean by that is like, and just things that, like I said, we're not aware of. I read several articles about some things that they were talking about during the elections in which the Russians put in the black communities about these different articles and stuff that they said happened. And it turns out that those were all plants. Well, those articles changed me in my thinking, thinking that they weren't from the Russian things. The other things that we notice is it seems like, in my opinion, I believe, and you're starting to see it now, uh, uh, where so a lot of these cities are starting to get rid of these uh, camera, uh, these red light cameras and stuff like that. Well, actually, we had that discussion this, this, this weekend, but go ahead, go ahead. And, and what I think is so interesting, I've been saying for a long, those things are unconstitutional. Of course. But what they've done was they've planted them so many in our communities that, guess what? They just become everyday, we accept them, we don't even think about them no more. Mm -hmm. Those are changes that take place right. that we're not aware of. And the, the, they're so good at so much of this and so many different aspects. Mm -hmm. So what happened the other day, I was having a conversation, and I told you about it. I was having a hard time 
um, with uh, with um, my health last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was having a conversation. Somebody told me to go get a dehumidifier with some, um, what's that stuff, the uh, Vicks, yeah, Vicks, yeah. Vicks stream and stuff like that and do that. And I did that and it worked wonders. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. worked wonders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as I pulled up my phone, and I was going through some stuff. Guess what came up? All of that stuff, yeah. What you was talking about with that person. What I was talking about, you know. And did you search for it? Did you search for it to find it? Uh, I did you, not. And that, um, yeah, well, and I found that thing. Yeah. She sent me a picture. Of something that was, right. So they cross-triangulated that, and they knew that that's what, yeah. And, and, that's, and here's what I'm saying about, and, and keep, you made the point, the point that I was going to make. Okay, just think about this. How big of a fight could I start between two people? Let's say just regular people that you know. Let's say uh, a guy and a young lady or a young lady and a guy or two guys or two young ladies, right? And I send a text message from one person to another person, but that person never actually made that text message, never, don't even know that text message there. Keep faces like, oh, my goodness because you can see the impact that that can really have. And then have a response text message sent to the other person to, to, to now smooth it out to where each other thinks that they sent these two messages to each other. How big of a fight can you have in, in, in brewing? How, how much of an instigator could you have on your hands to have these people that get, to get into a fight? Well, let me tell you why you saw that look that said, oh, my God. But somebody told me over a weekend, and I watched it yesterday, and it was a movie called Where's the Love? And what it was about was about two marriage counselors that were married. Mm-hmm. They were doctors, and they had a TV show in which they uh, mm-hmm. counseled mm-hmm. people. So. Mm-hmm. And what ended up happening was there was a discrepancy between the two, and she was mad at them. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens was their agents found out about this, Mm-hmm. So they were like, all they were worried about was the show's ratings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So her agent, his agent was like, her agent was like, well, we got to put out a press release mm-hmm. to to make sure that she stays on top. But she didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It hit the media. Well, he had to put out a press release. And what it did was it put a huge separation between them. Sure. Nobody trusted him. Which is exactly what you're talking and, about. And, and let me add one more. Keith, have you ever talked on your cell phone? I have. Every single person that has a cell phone has talked on it, right? Sure. You know that they have voice recognition and, and voice recording now, right? We talked about that too. Right. Yeah. So just imagine, remember with the Elliot Abrams when, when they had the trip where, they, where, where the, the so-called Russian comedians had uh, mm-hmm. Elliot Abrams talking on an unsecure line, because that was an unsecure line, right? Or it was a secure line that it was a secure line that had been infiltrated, which I think that that is, that's what it was. Okay. And now they doctor your voice, or they use your voice from words that you used before but they put it into a context that has a different conversation. A whole conversation. Hey, let me say this to uh, Keith. Keith, the question that Dave asked me was how 
or asked us was how did Google influence us, and it doesn't influence me. So that's what that's what I was commenting on. Um, in terms of its products, I use a lot of their products, um, and and because I haven't found suitable um, replacements. Um, but again, I'm not dealing with sensitive information or secrets or right. or, or anything like like that, you know. Um, but I can say that it does influence people and the way that Google influences people. I have a different perspective is they pick and choose who, who, what articles show up in Google news. Okay. Yeah. And, I knew what you meant, Scotty. Yeah. Yeah. I knew what you meant. Um, I, you know, they changed the law here in the United States to where, you know, propaganda made by the U.S. government that is aimed towards foreign countries like Europe or anywhere else in the world, like they got Radio Free Europe, uh, Radio Free Asia. These are all U.S. operations. Um, I, is it Vox.com or I might got them confused with another one? But there used to be a law. Um, the Frank Church he- hearing Senator Church back in the 70s when they was revealing COINTELPRO and what have you, but they were also showing uh, how uh, propaganda was finding its way into U.S. media, uh, even with people working in the media being, you know, um, what would you call them, assets of the intelligence communities. And that and that still and that still goes on, but they by they recently repealed that law. It, when I say recently, I mean the past couple of years, to where that they can target you with that same propaganda. And how are they doing that? It shows up in Google News. There's a website called Polygraph.info. Polygraph.info. And it just started showing up in, in Google News. It's like it's got a permanent spot in Google News. And it's all it's it's propaganda, man. It's nothing but propaganda. And they are they do disclose in the fine print that it's, you know, funded by the US government. And what ha- but a lot of people don't read the fine print. Just like a lot of people don't read um you know, they'll find some outlandish story and then you read the story and then you read the fine print and you find out this is a satire site. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like the onion or, or, or something like that. So, but I would say the way that Google influences most people is through its media operations. I agree. Yep. And, and we talked about this yesterday, Scotty, that really we're living in a world in which how do you and why do you believe what you believe when you can't really rely on anything? And what makes it worse is the the purpose of this whole discussion in the first place is where the United States is. Now, at one time, you know, if there's all this if there's all this false information out there and there's no way to decipher it, and I just use an example, but it's coming from Dave. I know Dave is reliable. I can trust Dave in what he says. I have that foundation. But at this point in time, there is no foundation. You can't trust anybody or the information. So where do you go from there? Yeah, yeah, and it, it, that um, th- this whole thing is, is the cyber is really the battlefield. Is this this age's battlefield, and it's it's going to be as bloody. And as brutal and, and, and as destructive as the the battlefields of it, 
it's going to make Armageddon look like, you know, just a standoff between, you know, two countries. So it's, it's going to be huge. So next article, we'll get back to that as well. Next article, and I wanted to, you know, highlight some things. But next article, no, t- uh, no talks, only resistance. Iranians, uh, pres- Iran's president rules out negotiating under current U.S. stance. Iran is open for talks and diplomats, but uh, diplomacy, but as on those avenues are closed under the status quo with the economic being strangled by the United, with the economic economy being strangled by the United States, the Iranian president said, adding that Tehran only option now is resistance. Check out that article. Next article from Sputnik News. Senator, celebrity figurehead Senator Lindsey Graham urges U.S. to give overwhelming military response to Iranian threat. The statement comes as amidst the ever-increasing tensions between the United States and Iran, which escalated on May the 8th, when the Islamic Republic suspended some of its obligations under the 2015 Iranian nuclear deal. Well, the U.S. killed it. One year earlier, so check out that. Next article, this one comes from Cerebrally Naive Network, and this is um, an, a, a YouTube or a, an article from them where Trump actually, where they're saying that Trump is divulging uh, intelligence to, to, to the masses. And I, I'm, this is all the setup. This is all the setup is a setup is a setup. So, and that setup is, I'm telling you, they're going to get rid of Trump. And what you're going to get is far worse. It's going to be Mike Pence. That's what they want to do. So well, I think when all that happens, it's not going to make a whole lot of No, it really won't. It, 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 because it would be for the, for the reason of, of global war. So check out that mm-hmm. article. Next article from Natural, uh, Natural uh, Society. Hey, US I think I heard somebody. Did I hear yes. somebody trying to chime in? Yes. That's oh, my boss. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning to you, Scotty. Good morning to you, Brother Dave, Pastor Keith. I hope all of you are doing well. Um, I just wanted to chime in because I think you guys said some really, really important things, um, especially just before you started reading the articles again. Um, I remember about two years ago, I was working at my my job and it's in the startup industry, and um, Amazon, the Amazon cloud went down. And there were companies and government agencies across the country that were all affected by it going down. My company, we couldn't do anything. We couldn't access emails. We couldn't do anything. And um, a lot of corporations now use the Amazon cloud. It has become the, the and it's co- directly connected to Google as well, but it has become the place where businesses will back up their files and put important things so that if they have any issues, they can refer to those files in the cloud and upload them back into their um, their, their networks. And I remember when it crashed, it, it basically crippled companies and government agencies across the country. And also, a lot of new companies, especially startup corporations, are using Google as their email platform. There's not a company that I haven't worked for in the recent uh, maybe seven to eight years that did not use Google as their email platform. Um, and that's, and they were all startup companies. All of them use them. I don't know if there's other companies, I, I assume there are, but there's a lot of them that actually do. And a lot of the ransoms, like when companies were being hacked for ransom, 
but it would say, hey, you have to send X number of Bitcoin to this address, so we're going to expose, you know, this information or that information. It was coming through the Google platform. They would get these phishing emails that would allow these hackers into their system, and they would basically take this com- the company's entire <laughs> file record for, um, for ransom. They did it with hospitals and all kinds of stuff. And I remember there was a hospital, I think it was down south, that actually went to paper records to completely alleviate anything to do with being hacked or being ransomed ever again. Uh, that actually happened to Charlotte Mecklenburg government. I was going to say, I thought it was North Carolina. Thanks for saying that, because I remember they were like, we're using paper records. Nobody's ever hacking us and holding, holding medical records for ransom again. So that is one thing. Then what Dave described in regards to creating emails to, to foster or foment uh, enmity between two different countries or whoever they wish to do that with is exactly what they did with the Black Panthers and the US organization. The FBI sent the US organization threatening letters that were that they claimed were, were um, the Black Panthers were responsible and vice versa, and these two groups started killing each other. That is that was the origin of Milana Karenga's yep. quote unquote war with Huey Newton. So what you're seeing again is the redux of stuff they've done before. They just found more sophisticated ways of doing it. And um, also, there was a show that I saw, I mean, I listened to a radio program. More about effective black, and efficient ways, Ross. I, w- I would add that. Right. Go ahead, Ross. I, I completely agree. And about two years ago, there was a radio program I listened to with a black show host named Sean Anthony. And this white caller called in. He was from Tennessee. I remember this so well because of what he actually talked about. And he said this happened to him 10 years prior. So as of this date, it was about 12 years ago. And what happened was uh, he was calling to reach out to a relative in another part of the country. And he said that when he called, um, all he did was dial the actual um, operator number and was waiting for the operator to pop on so he could tell him where he was trying to um, to to reach, you know, who he's trying to reach out to. So he said when the person got on the phone, she actually said, um, who was the person you were looking for in XYZ city? And he said, wait a minute, I didn't punch in any city information. I didn't talk about anything. All I did was wait for her to pick up the line, but she, she knew exactly what city I was trying to reach someone in. And she asked me before I could ask her who was the person in that city I was trying to reach out to. And he was shocked because he was like, you know, they're predicting before I even call where I was trying to reach out to. And he was flabbergasted and everybody else was flabbergasted because at that time it was 10 years prior that that had actually happened to him. So your phones are listening to everything that you're talking about. It's recording everything you're saying. I've experienced that too where my family and I have certain conversations and then you'll go on Google or you might, um, you know, you might search on um, search on, or even just be on another site that has ads, and all of a sudden the ads will be catered to what you were talking about. That is something that's happening all the time and more frequently. So um, the phone thing is really, really dangerous, and a lot of people don't know just how much information the phone is collecting. Just yesterday or the day before, there was an article that came out on Google that said that it's collecting your shopping history, including sites like Amazon and other places where it'll show you a detailed record of what you've bought, especially if you've used Google to, like, buy stuff or if you've used Google to do what they call a super chat, like on um, YouTube, you'll do a super chat and donate, you know, X number of dollars during a live feed to a particular person whose show you're watching live. And all of those different things, Google is collecting that data and storing it, and you have no idea that it's being stored. 
Um, I posted an article in BTR Community on how to access that information and get rid of it because they said they make it very, very difficult. But you are being recorded literally all the time because the phone is a digital version of you. So everything that you are is superimposed in this phone. That's why people um, are more more um, protective of their phone than they are of their wallet. I've seen people lose their sanity over losing their phone before losing their sanity about losing their wallet. So that's how important the phone has become, and it is one of the greatest tools of um, of espionage that I think has ever been created and that humans have been indoctrinated into connecting to. And a matter of fact, um, scientists are now saying that human beings have been permanently altered by this technology, and they're calling us cyborgs now because we're permanently connected to our phones. Lastly, I would just like for everybody to look at a movie if you've never seen it. If you have seen it, you might want to watch it again called They Live, because I think as far as just the psychological indoctrination, that is one of the best films that kind of depicts it in an old school way, but makes it clear that we are being manipulated and that the people that are in power are doing things that are just incredible that we would not be aware of and that we need to pay attention to. Sorry if I took too long with that. I'm going to mute myself. Phenomenal program, good brothers, and I listen in the background. Hey, let me right, say, let me say, uh, they what? Uh, uh, right. Right. We'll they repeat live. that one more time. Sure, it's They Live. It's, it's James Cameron's, I think, first movie or one of his first, first films. But it's called T-H-E-Y, They Live, L-I-V-E. And it stars uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the wrestler, who died a, a few years back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Was that about before maybe? But, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was really, it was Rowdy Roddy Piper. It was a while ago. And, and yeah, yeah it's, 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 it's Roz was a, and um, but Scotty wanted to chime, and I wanted to say some things uh, yeah. to Roz and just um go, go and then I I, I got to get into this. Yeah, I that, I recall that. I recall that. Uh, first of all, let's let's um, give the audience an understanding what the cloud is. You know, a lot of people you hear the cloud, you looking up in the sky, and, and you thinking, oh, it's some computer service up there in the sky, or some servers up there in the sky. No, that's not it. It's just a name. Um. What cloud computing is, is when a company doesn't want to spend the money on their own IT infrastructure. They don't want to purchase. Yeah, they don't want to purchase software. They don't want to purchase the hardware. They don't want to hire the staff to maintain everything or they can't. And so they will outsource all of that to a company like Amazon and and guys y'all help me remember was it was it the Pentagon or the CIA one of the US government agencies was talking about Department of Homeland Security Scotty well, yeah Department of Home Homeland Security so you're outsourcing instead of with all the money that the US government takes that it has coming in, you mean to tell me you can't build your own IT infrastructure? So you gon' or it could be, you know, we know how how um, uh, certain parties want to privatize everything, and so instead of uh, the U.S. government maintaining its own IT infrastructure, it's just uh, outsourcing it out to Amazon, and that it, and we talked about it back then. That's a security risk, man. That's a security yep. risk. We talked, yep. We, we had it here, and, and the cloud is the most unsecure. Remember, Scotty, the reporter said, wait a minute, the cloud is unsecure. And, and, and at the press conference when Department of Homeland Security said it. 
And what it was is like, Scotty, they don't want the, the intranet. And one thing Scotty talked about earlier with, with secure information. One of the things, if you really have sensitive information, this I know that this is a practice from keep uh, from the higher level individuals in the military. They don't use emails at all. You don't use emails at all, regardless of how that overall email system is. When it comes to, 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 to sensitive stuff and everything, you don't use any form of email at all. You know, I worked in, I worked in uh, communications when, when I was in the military. That was my main uh, field. And we used email, but it wasn't for sensitive stuff. That was like just right, for, right, you know, sending memos out. There's going to be a training right. mission, you know, coming up or, or something like that. You know, something trivial, nothing that's that's sensitive. But all our other communications, means of communications was, was encrypted. I mean, it was encrypted, man. And, and you had to have the encryption to send well, you send it with the encryption, but you got to have the encryption to receive it. So, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it will, it's much more secure than, and it just makes no sense for the U.S. government to be uh, outsourcing this information. I mean, what if somebody buys Amazon? What if what what if China or another mm-hmm. foreign power buys Amazon? You know what I'm saying? Well, of course, they'll probably try to block that. In, in the name of national security or whatnot, but you shouldn't be in that position in the first place. It's a yeah. setup for what we're dealing with right now. <laughs> yeah, and so, so yeah, it's 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 a whole lot, and that is going to be the. I'm telling you, that's the the tool. Couple of things before we go to the commercial, but well, well we got to go to the commercial. Oh, oh Dave, Dave, I, I'm sorry, I, I I meant to give a solution too. Now it may cost a little bit more money. All right, but if you yeah. got information, you need data so, uh, uh, storage. Instead of storing it on the cloud, um, I would store it on a hard drive, a separate hard drive. You can even put information on a disk. You know, a di- uh, uh, disk are very, very cheap. I can burn a disk and, and just, you know, like for example, when my computer starts, cause audio files are very large, and once I start, uh, um. Uh, reaching my uh, limit on storage, I'll transfer those podcasts to a CD disc and then delete them off the hard drive, you know? Or you can buy external hard drives to store extra information. To me, it, it, it's, it's, it's just not good um, practice if you're looking for security and sensitive information to store it with any third-party uh, uh, service. Yeah. So, 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 so true. So, listen, we got to get ready to go to commercial break. When we come back, get through some of this, what's the news, jump into the show. Very, very, very important. You're listening to Tando Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. Scotty, give me three minutes, and we'll be right back. I think that if, you know, like America has ever run out of Vietnam and defeated as they should be in Vietnam, then black people over here will have to, you know, like, be in a position where they can defend themselves. Because I think that aggression, that aggression that's being directed against the Vietnamese people will be turned inwardly against black people in this country. See, America, in terms of where she goes and, you know, like, who she controls, 
a whole sphere of influence is diminishing. America is fighting on about five or six different fronts right now. Latin America, you know, like Africa, Middle East, and Vietnam, and here domestically. So I think that, you know, given the system and given that it operates off the military-industrial complex, which means that war is profitable and that, you know, like General Steel, or USS Steel, must make steel for tanks to hire people, you know, to give people jobs to, so they can spend the money to buy other goods. The very fact that the system operates off that principle mean that, means that when the man comes back, when the man is run out of every country, then it will become necessary to wage war in his own country. doing is using an adjective put to describe something that's in incidental about him, one of his inc incidental characteristics. So there's nothing else to it. He's just white. But when you get the white man over here in America and he says he's white, he means something else. You can listen to the sound of his voice when he says he's white. He means he's boss. That's right. That's what white means in this, in this language. You know the expression free, white, and 21. He made that up. He's letting you know all of them mean the same. White means free, boss. He's up there. So that when he says he's white, he has a little different sound in his voice. And I know you know what I'm talking about. He, uh, and uh, this was what I saw was missing in the Muslim world. If they said they were white, it was incidental. White, black, brown, red, yellow. It doesn't make any difference what color you are. And so this was the religion that I had accepted and had gone there to get a better knowledge of it. And, but, but despite the fact that I saw that Islam was a religion of brotherhood, I also had to face reality. And when I get back into this American society, I'm not in a society that practices brotherhood. I'm in a society that might preach it on Sunday, but they don't practice it in, on no day, on any day. And so since I could see that America itself is a society where there is no brotherhood, and that this society is controlled primarily by racists and segregationists, and it is, uh, who use, and that, the, that the, who are in Washington, D.C., in positions of power, and from Washington, D.C., they exercise the same uh, forms of brutal uh, oppression against dark-skinned people in, in, in South and North, North Vietnam, or in the Congo, or in Cuba, or in any other place on this earth where they're trying to ex exploit and oppress. This is a society whose government doesn't hesitate to inflict the most brutal form of punishment and oppression upon dark-skinned people all over the world. Uh, to wit, right now, what's going on in, in, uh, near, uh, in and around Saigon and Hanoi, and in the Congo, and in, and in elsewhere. They are violent when their interests are at stake. But that, with all of that violence that they display at the international level, when you and I want just a little bit of freedom, we're supposed to be non-violent. They're violent. They're violent in Korea. They're violent in Germany. They're violent in the South Pacific. They're violent in Cuba. They're violent wherever they go. But when it comes time for you and me to protect ourselves against lynchers, they tell us to be non-violent. You are tuned in to the Black Talk Radio Network. Make Black Talk Radio your choice for digital black radio. New black media for the new millennium. Welcome back, everyone. It's Hando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, 
Give us a call, 704-802-5056, 704-802-5056. But before we get back into what's in the news, um, let me just say big ups to my man, Roz. I'm so glad to hear you, so glad to see everyone on the board. I see Brother Davis there, um, and I see some of the familiar people that listen to our radio show uh, from uh, daily, and I greatly, greatly appreciate you. And, and yes, you know, what, what, what Roz was chronicalizing and how, um, this is all being used is, is so, so true, and, and, and we really need to pay attention uh, to that. So, but I wanted to um, hold on, uh, Ross, because uh, definitely wanted you to, and uh, Brother Davis uh, wanted to, you all to chime in as well. So, and what's in the news, another article that is very, very significant and very, very important, Keith, and this one was the first one that I kind of messed up. I didn't, I didn't pick it up from there. And it's actually the first article. I'm going to hurry up and get through these, and then we've got to get into today's show, in my opinion. Uh, and this one is from RT International. Iran announces four-fold, excuse me, Iran announces four-fold increase in uranium enrichment. Yesterday, May the 20th. A four-fold increase. Did they put a time on there at all? They did. And it was the time span is that they're doing it now. Fourfold increase in in uranium enrichment. And the U.S. is going to say, and others are going to say that they're violating the 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 2015 Iranian agreement. No, that agreement is is been killed. I'm about to say that Trump withdrew from it. It was killed, right? And then what happened is that they, they, they killed it. See, just because they withdrew for it, it wasn't killed. It didn't become a dead issue. They killed it once the U.S. started doing what? Sanctioning companies that were now doing countries that were doing business with Iran. Now you just killed it. Now, because remember, in light of what you say, when the United States withdrew, withdrew all those other companies said that, they were willing to continue on without right. the United States. Right, right. And then what happened? Well, we're going to kill that. And so very, very important. Next article. This hey, is, hey, Dave, um, before you move on. in, move on, though, uh, yep. another important aspect, and we uh, kind of touched on this yesterday. Now, Germany and the other country, uh, the EU, were saying, actually, the EU actually passed a law and said that none of the EU countries could participate in the sanctions against uh, Iran. Mm -hmm. And they, and how does sanctions work? I just found out, you know, the other day when we was reading this article. And, well, I ain't going to say I just uh, found out because you've talked about it before. The SWIFT system. The SWIFT system, mm-hmm. is, which is dominated by U.S. dollars, even though it isn't a U.S. system. It's a, what is it, a Swedish system? Is it Sweden? Belgium. It's a Belgium. Yeah, Belgium. It's in Belgium. Yeah. And so, and so uh, that Belgium company um, went along with the U.S. anyway against the EU um, directive. And so what they've been doing is they already have set up an alternative to SWIFT, which they've been trading with Iran with just humanitarian yeah. and medical goods. But now they are working to do it to purchase oil and what have you. And so, you know, um, this is going to lead to a down. I know Ron Paul was talking about it. I didn't get to watch the video, but I saw where he had uh, done something on 
the dollar, the collapsing dollar and what have you. And, that, and, and so all of this threatening and overuse of sanctions and what the rest of the world is getting tired of it. And they've been working on the alternative. Yeah. And once that alternative is in place, then what you going to do? The only thing you can yeah. do now is threaten to kill people, which you've already done that exactly. too. Yep, and that yep, and then now is the overall yep. It's so 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 true, and it's it's very 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 important. And now let me just say this about the enriched uranium: it's only going to take them four days to enrich. This basically tells you that Iran has nukes, and guess what? Why shouldn't Iran have nukes? Other countries have nukes, and other countries that have nukes are using those nuclear armaments to gain leverage and to suppress other people. They're using the overall armament of nukes as a, as a tactic of, of threat and bullying, so they're using it as a war weapon. Using it as a Just shield. Just because it hasn't detonated doesn't mean that it is not, being, is not killing. I, I see so, it in, in North Korea's case. Why hasn't the U.S. invaded North Korea? Because they got nukes. That's why. Yep. They, it, yep. It's a shield. Right. It's a, it's, what do they call it? A nuclear deterrent. Yeah, exactly. And, and so Iran has them. Definitely has. And so, so it's, it's, um, this is, this is really, really significant. So, you know, they can enrich enough uranium for many, many weapons, which I think they already have. Once you can enrich uranium, you got a nuke. You got a nuke. So check out that article. Next article, this one comes from Wall Street Journal. Playing catch-up in the game of life, millenniums approach middle age in crisis. Playing catch-up in the game of life, millennium approaches middle age in crisis. New data shows that they're in worse financial shape than ever, than, than even uh, preceding living generations, and may never recover. Their woes have the, the, uh, delayed traditional adult milestones in ways expected to alter the nation's demographics and economic contours. Well, and again, this is all Friday. by design. Yes, all by design. Friday, we'll cover this one. Okay. And, 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 and Rob. Because one of the first things that come to mind concerning that is the vote. Sure, sure, sure. Sure. You see what uh, Robert Smith did at um, at uh, Morehouse. Man. Yeah, yeah. So, huge. Next article from RT International. U.S. destroyer armed with missiles entered the South China Sea in challenging Beijing's territorial claims. Next article. This one comes from uh, Bloomberg. This is, man, I, I, I'm going to have to carry this show on, on tomorrow. Very, very important. Um, if uh, uh, Brother Davis and Sister Davis don't do Wise Wednesday uh, but, or, or on Thursday or whatever, this one is, this one comes from Bloomberg. Tear gas and condoms shortage with, with dating light in the chaos of Kagrakis. Dating in Kagrakis is crazy, infuriating, and a little scary. Looking for love when it seems like everyone is leaving. We need to 
kind of put this in perspective because the, all of this is going to be affecting us. And so, but I'm, I'm going to leave it at that, but I'm going to, to get into that uh, tomorrow or, or, or Thursday. Okay? Very, very, to me, very, very significant. Next article from uh, Press TV. Iran quadruples 3.67% uh, enriched uranium output. So they, they're just saying that they're in, increasing their output. Next article from Business Insider. This one was Trump's trade war impact consumer settlement uh, spending survey. Trump's trade war with China could start weighing on the biggest engine of the U.S. economy. And what is that? Consumerism. Consumerism. Uh, next article, before we get into we've got to hurry up. Next article, this one came from, I, I put this one, uh, but this one, I want to reiterate this, Nas, uh, Natural Society, U.S. life expectancy drops amidst rising suicide and drug overdose rates. Oh, I didn't read that one, so that, that's significant. Next one. Read that again. U.S. life expectancy drops amidst rising suicide and drug overdose rates. Yeah. It's, it's... Real quick, though. I mean, sure, you can put an article like out there, but let's somewhat be real. Mm -hmm. Is that talking about the United States? U.S. Yes. United States got the highest infant mortality rate. Yeah. You know, we can go on and on. We talked about, I think it was with Scotty, that over a quarter of our children go hungry every day. You know, you could add suicide and stuff if you went on there, but you see us being plunged into destruction on almost every level. Yeah, I think it's going to be worse than a third world country because a third world country and this is going to be a fourth world country because it has resources and it's going to be the resources that's going to be the gleam of many eyes around the world. So they're going to make it so bad, so bad. And it's only going to get worse. We need to be prepared for it. Next article, very important, insider source. China's not-so-secret weapon, rare earth minerals, inside source. China's going to use rare earth minerals as a means to nullify the U.S. And rare earth minerals are extremely important because you can't fight a war without them. You can't have technology without them. And, and, and one of the ones in that that they don't classify as a rare earth uh, a mineral because they just don't. They don't want people to know. But silver is very important in that whole thing. That's why they got to go to the moon now. United States is going to be a new Africa. In, 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 a, in a yeah in a, in a sense in, in terms Keith you're absolutely right you're, you're you're absolutely right so next article from Business Insider Broadway's CEO uh, Ren says that the company is fully prepared for a conflict with the U.S. and, and Donald Trump now has pulled back some of the restrictions that he's going to place on them game set match so that's what's in the news if you'd like to get in on the conversation give us a call 704-802-5056 704-802-5056. And Keith, just before we went to uh, the commercial break, we were looking at, let me just uh, pull this up. What's going on here? Where is my article? Uh, we, there it is. We were looking at, and I said, Keith, remember to remind me about 
Today's show is that, today's show, the name of today's show is <clears throat> What Happens to Them Becomes Our Future. Now, I want you to look at what's going on around the world, what's happening in the countries around us, what's happening in Mexico, Central America, South America, Asia, Europe, the continent, of course. Um, and look at, when you look around the world, look at the Middle East, Syria. You look at Jordan. I mean, excuse me, not Jordan. You look at Lebanon. Lebanon used to be the jewel. You look at Cuba. It used to be the jewel of the Caribbean. And, and that was all because they were exploiting, but still. When you look at what's going on around the world, guess what? That ultimately, when you give in to that type of malevolency, that means that that malevolency is like an untrained wild animal known as a human being. And see, most people thought I was going to say like a beast, like a dog or this or that. No, there's something worse than that. It's a, it's a human being. That human being is going to turn around and bite you after a while. And what we see around the world is going to be our future. And when I say our future, those individuals that live here in the, the, the jurisdiction of the Corporation of the United States. And just before, one of the, first, one of the articles that we had pulled up was the um, Russian insider one. We're heading for a civilization, a civil, a civilization of crisis. We really are. Because you think about... What civilization is really about is not what we've been told. It's, what, it's not about what we've been schooled. What it really is, it is a massive global slave program. And they put a connotation on it or an emphasis on it that would appear to be something that was Prudent, practical, smart, wise, necessary, ethical, and it's not at all. Look at the practices, Keith. Look at the practice. Don't the thing about evidence is that evidence doesn't care. It's not you should never if you're gonna investigate evidence, you shouldn't care where it leads you. You just wanted to establish the steps to the whole total package of the truth. And we look at the body of work of civilization, what do we see? Wild killers. Sociopaths that get direction to that get directions from psychopaths. And it's it's a crisis of our conscience because our conscience has been so seared in falsehoods. So seared in falsehoods. It doesn't take long. It doesn't take long, especially after continuous re-indoctrination, re reprogramming. And that, that continuous conveyance, that conveyor belt of, of lies and everything else, the lie becomes the truth, and the truth becomes the lie. Keith, if I was to say to someone that 
what we really need to do is get back to the ecosystem, they would say, no, that's ridiculous. That's a lie. And it's the truth. Because it's the truth that has sustainability. But because we've been so indoctrinated in this and in, in culturalized into this society known as civilization, we think that that is the truth because it's the only thing that we ever known. If you've never been out of New York City, you would think the whole world is the barrows. If you've never been, if you've never gotten off the block that you live on, then you wouldn't even know that there's a whole world out there because the world is bigger than the block that you were born on. And because of that, and it's when we think about everything, we think of everything from a measure of civilization because that's been so impactful in our lives. And we look at those that live by the ecosystem as key, as savages, as untamed, because they are, because they are untamed. And I'm going to tell you, a tamed animal always sits when his master tells them to sit. That's the difference between that's the difference between being tamed and untamed. When you're untamed, guess what? Just because someone says something to you, you don't live by that. Go into into the environment and the habitat of a of a tiger. An uncivilized tiger is what we should say. Because a civilized tiger will sit will put on a costume, will put on makeup and everything else, will allow makeup to be put on them, a costume and everything else, and they'll go out and perform in a circus of life. But if you go into the, the, the natural habitat, the eco-habitat of a tiger key, go on and walk over there and tell that tiger to sit and see what happens to you. Or record so everybody else can see what happens to you because you ain't going to see. You won't be seeing for long. And why is that? Because there's a natural, sustainable truth about the ecosystem. The civilization has been fundamentally uh, uh, conceived by lies. But does it exist? Absolutely that lie has become real. And the continuous conveyor belt of propaganda keeps us in a lying living state. We're already the walking dead. Because we've given up our self-determination, our sovereignty, We've actually conformed our birthright into a measure of what we can pay. In this, not a free country, but this pay country. Not in a free state, but in a pay state. Hey, Dave. Not in a civilized world, but in an untamed, brutal world. Yes, Scotty. You were just talking about earlier, you mentioned that billionaire 
uh, paying off the debt of those graduating uh, college students from Morehouse and some other people were saying, you know, that's like a bad precedent or what have you. Now, I'm not going to say it's a bad precedence for people who have to help to have nots. I'm not going to say that's a bad precedence, but it's an indictment on the system. Um, before that, I saw where this, I, I saw where they were doing a fundraiser on GoFundMe for uh, this black woman so she can go to graduate school. And I was like, see, this is the perfect example of why we need tuition-free state colleges and universities. It's a doggone shame. One of the students graduating from Morehouse had over $100,000 in college-related debt. So that, mean, that means that if he gets a job in the field that he he got a degree in, and that's a big if, you know, that that for how long is it going to take him to repay that debt? Education should should be a, a accessible, higher education should be accessible to all. But again, like you always say, we live in a debt-based society. Yep, yeah, and, and I'm... I'm I wouldn't be surprised, Keith, Scotty, that if Robert Smith is going to come under a lot of attack and there is going to be some reprisal. There is. And in light of what you're both saying, especially in light of what Scotty was saying, I just shared an article the other day. And it was talking about the fact that, you know, we talked a little bit ago how we're how we're plunging into destruction with high immortality. Uh, not only do we have such a high infant mortality rate, mm -hmm. but with the highest infant mortality rate, we have the most expensive health care to have a baby in. Yeah, you know. So you're looking at the worst of worst. But the reason why I bring this up is because we 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 live on what we think we used to know, and. Of course, everybody used to supposedly come to the United States for the land of opportunity. Well, it now shows that there's over 15 countries that you can go to and rise the social level, the economic level, much faster, much easier than you can in the United States. Several of these are Switzerland, Denmark, all of those. And in light of what Scotty was saying was they all have free education. So they're the happiest people um, the most content people, and they're fastest moving economically and everything else. We can't talk about those. Why? Because they're socialistic. We can't talk about socialists, you know, because of what they said it was. Which goes, everything is a lie. In this country, prime especially, everything's a lie. So just like this man doing that good thing, the best thing that he could do for those people is to pay off their student loan. But because of that, that's exactly what you're going to have. You're going to come across all these reprisals and the backlash because the evil corporate mindset is a threat. It's a threat. Because what does it do? It puts a different light on now. Okay, for each one of those graduating each one of those individuals that, that, that would, if they were to get their, their student loan paid off, out of that group of individuals, there's going to be a, a, a small percentage of those individuals or a percentage of those individuals are going to do what? Let me just tell you what was so funny, Keith, and this is what they're going to do. During the weekend, 
it was my so-called born born day, right? Mm-hmm. So during the, during the born day, was at a restaurant, and do you know, this individual didn't know who I was, made eye contact with them a couple of times, acknowledged their, you know, them being there and everything else in a measure of a, of, of a, a greeting, hey, how you doing, without even speaking, just through eye contact. So I'm getting the bill, and my waitress says, it's been taken care of, Mr. Wren. What? And I'm in a place that this shouldn't happen. He said, what? She says, yes, it's been taken care of. And immediately, you know, the first thing that I said, I said, okay, I have to do this five times. Yes. It's the first thought that came to my mind, okay, I have to do this five times. I realized who it was because I asked the young lady, I said, who was it? And she says, oh, I don't. I said, was it? Right. I said, was it this gentleman right there, this, 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 this? And she said, yes, how did you know? I said, I didn't, but. I suspected. Right. Yeah. And then what did she do? She said, wait a minute. And I said, wow, this is this is crazy. You know, today's my, my, my birthday. And she said, she said, wow, how did he know? Right? So it's, here's my point about this. Same thing is going to happen with these Morehouse grads. They're going to refocus their whole life on knowing the difference between money, right, mm-hmm. and currency, debt and assets. It's not, it may not capture all of them, but I guarantee you it's going to capture a percentage of them, and those percentage of them is going to do something very meaningful. They're going to do it five times. And, and, and just to put it on a small scale, in light of what you're saying, right, I had a very similar experience. I was eating lunch. Uh, I was eating breakfast with my son, and there was a guy sitting behind us. But, again, you would never suspect anything. But as I was talking to my son and said, brother, finally I got the bill. And they said, well, it's taken care of. I said, really? Well, what it did to me, Dave, was I said, my goodness, that's outstanding. But immediately what I did was I took my bill and I put the whole thing as a tip to the waitress. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And, and that's, that's, that's what I did as, as, as well. Yeah, Keith. Yep. It moves people to be motivated towards that mindset. The old, back to that old movie, Pay It Forward. Yes. But you're exactly right. The powers of be, the evil corporate, that's the last thing that we want. Sure, sure. And, and what, what it really happens is, and, and what is it that they don't, the system doesn't want you to take a interest in other people. It wants you to be divided by people take an interest in a segment that you've been cattled and corralled in. Because then, once the gate is open, then you'll, you'll have a stampede on the ones that had nothing to do with your corralling. 
is, is important. So here, here we are. Oh, wow, commercial break. You got to go to a commercial break. And it wasn't when you were about to speak. What's going on, Keith? It, it, <laughs> so listen, everyone, get ready to go to a commercial break. Uh, you're listening to Tando Radio Show. Scotty, give me two minutes, um, and we'll come right back. And I want to get into something that's very, very important, what we talked about, the, the ignorance, stupidity, and greed. Very, very important. Remember, you forgot about that already, Keith. Okay. I know you did. I see, that's why. Of what? Well, I'll tell you of what. We're just listening to Tando Radio Show brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. We'll be right back after this quick commercial break. Educated, best equipped, best prepared, troops refuse to fight. Matter of fact, it's safe to say that they would rather switch than fight. Talk Radio, your choice for digital black radio. New black media for the new millennium. (laughs) 
Okay, welcome back, everyone, to Tango Radio Show, brought to you by Black Talk Radio Network. If you'd like to get in on the conversation, give us a call, 704-802-5056. 704-802-5056 is the call-in number. And, Keith, you were, um, you were saying something just as we went into the commercial break. We got Brother Davis. I'm going to go to him right after this. Um, you were saying something about the commercial break, the, the commercial promo. You forgot already, Keith? Oh, the fight to switch. We'll talk about it. Later. Yeah. Okay. All right. No. Um, here we go. Get jump back into this, but we got uh, Brother Davis. That's in queue. Want to go to Brother Davis? Brother Davis, welcome to Tando Radio Show. What say you? Always good to hear the voice of a friend. Always, brother, and happy belated birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Davis. I wanted to add, my brothers. We fail to realize that we live in three stages. We're born such as all animals are born. Then we grow into the maturity of our humanism. Now, animals don't. Animals live by instinct. We don't. And the sad part about it is that if you are kept in that animal level, you live on that animal level. If you evolve to the human level, then you can understand aspects of society, so-called civility. But Beyond that, you are evolving to the next level. If you prepare yourself and do the things that keep society and its ability balanced, you evolve to your divinity level. Now, why do I point that out? Because we right now are in the most destructive stage of evil, of evil ever known to man. At any given time, any country could press a button and change the direction of the world. You can have no greater shadow cast of evil over humanity. Perfect example, perfect example. My son called me and said, Dad, you got to check out Wick. I said, what do you mean? He said, you got to go see the new Wick. I said, son, the last one was so violent. He said, I know, Dad, but you got to see Holly Berry in there. I said, okay, go Holly Berry. And he's always been a delight of mine. So I went to see it. Do you realize it was over a hundred killings? Not just killings, executions. See, humanity reaches a point where it has been indulged in so much that it reaches it's, it's enough. And we're approaching that. At every area of society, we're approaching the point where, you know what, that just had enough. Society's leaders have no foundation. None of society's institutions have no foundation. None of the society's foundational things are going to withstand because they have no foundation. You talked about books. Well, one of the things that eliminates long-term deception is truth. Truth always rises. Sometimes you don't even know how it rises but it always rises. Do you realize that the black cultivation of the black society, had it not been for Europeans, would be living, the world would be living on such a level that literally killing wouldn't be a part of the dialect of conversation because that's an act to eliminate life on purpose. So it really wouldn't be a, a part of the, the, the conversation at all on any level. 
when Europeans came in, they did what they, from the very beginning, they came in killing and destroying and stealing. They're reaching, they're vastly reaching the end of that. All of their deceptions are being exposed. And as they come to their end, I expect them to fight. We should, we would be foolish to think that they would per, permeate so much evil and not fight to see this evil destroy the very thing we need most, which is the earth. And they're doing that on a massive scale, too. But because we have a divine nature, those people who evolve into that person or that spirit that their divine nature houses in their body have a lot of work ahead of them. That's why the work that we need to be doing now, really, we can't do, once again, we can't do anything that we're subjective to. What's that? The wars and all this crazy crap outside of us. We need to be working on what's going on on the inside of us. And Dave, you gave a perfect description. Because, see, many a times I have gone to dinner and I may see somebody outside going in and I pick them up something to eat or I get inside and I see a family. Uh, matter of fact, last time I did it was a woman and three kids. She just had them out. There were One of was her daughter and the two were cousins, and she just had them out for a day. So me and my wife just picked up the tab. And when we picked up the tab, we told the lady, don't tell her who it is. Why? Because it, it's the example that is going to change things and if we don't set that example, the change is going to be longer. So, therefore, we have to really start focusing on what's going on inside of us because externally this is going to happen. This is going to happen. I have said before, because of the transition of the zodiac time, this is a part of what is going to happen. So we got to prepare ourselves so that when this does happen, when people think at that point that they've had enough, then we're going to introduce them to what they always possessed, what was hidden from them because of Westernism. And that is the role that we must play as humanity, bringing the system, the total system back into cycle, back into synchronicity with the divine spirit. So I just wanted y'all to know that the things that you're doing now is going to affect your tomorrow, but you can sharpen them on a greater level on a higher degree, but it's all on individual. You can only do this individually. I mean, I can't do it for you. I can point it out. I can say, well, what are you? this is what I do. But if you don't do it, it doesn't happen. So uh, the show is powerful. But people got to understand, like Dave said, it must be you. Can't nobody do it for you. I just wanted to add that, brother. I appreciate it. Man, Brother Davis, I appreciate it so you so much, and that's so true. And, you know, I know Brother Davis and Sister Davis, uh, they do that all the time. You know, they, they spoke about how many different times that they've done this before, and I know that they live by that overall creed. And what man has taught us is not to live by how we've really been designed. That's the manifesto of destruction. And so very, very true is the individual course that you hope to share with the multitudes of people. But even if no one else is there, Keith, and everyone that's listening, will you still choose to do it? Because I know that eternity doesn't have a time. But our lifespan that man has taught us 
is dictated by an illusion of time. We're, we're eternal. So we need to start. It doesn't matter when you start. It's right on time. And you should carry this on forever. Very, very important. And love what Brother Davis had projected because it's, a, it's seeding. It's watering. It's, it's cultivating. It's what is in our best interest. And everyone has their path, what they choose. And I just hope that it will be a path based off of what was created for your path to existence. It was based and built off of love, appreciation, and sustainability and prosperity. So we should be seeding that going forward. You know, Keith, we talked about in the beginning of the show, we talked about how civilization has used books and civilization has actually indoctrinated and domesticated us to be through us being ignorant, stupid, and greedy. And that's very, very significant and very powerful. There's a big difference between being ignorant and stupid. And there's different le levels of stupidity. There's a, 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 and it's not a, the level of stupidity that I'm speaking of isn't a intellectual stupidity. It's a intellectual malevolent stupidity. Do you really think you're going to get away with this? You're stupid if you really do think that you are going to get away with it. When there is a temptation that you have to do something that you know that you should be not doing. You shouldn't be doing. You know that you should have a core value that will not allow you to violate that. And I'm going to tell you something. It's probably not going to be the thing that was in Keith, their books of laws. Because it's the spirit of the law that we violated, that, that we violate, that is really stupid if we think that we're going to get away with it. So what's the difference between stupid and ignorance? <laughs> Well, the ignorance is, is, is completely different. The ignorance is when, as you always say, Keith, you don't know what you don't know. And what happens is that we teach our, we teach, the, the schooling system actually is, is, is really derived from ignorance because people don't know. Now they're vulnerable for you to implanting what they should know. I would say this, Keith, very important. If you are going to allow a society to develop your overall godliness, guess what's always going to happen, Keith? They're always going to have you bow down to the one that's teaching you what it is. Say that again. If you allow society to teach you a godliness and a, and a godly standard of living, they're always going to have you bowing down to what, the, what you're being taught and who's teaching you it. Here's what the problem is. So we're real quick because I know you're going to jump in, Keith. So basically, 
if you allow a man to teach you about God in this system that we have, a civilization, right, based off of that, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be kneeling to them. Now, I don't know if I've ever used the platform of your show to criticize you, but it's but yes, I'm about to criticize you. And, and, and let me just say this, Keith. I'm, 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 I'm going to say this. I don't take constructive criticism from anybody that I wouldn't take advice from. But since I take advice from you, Keith, I, will, I welcome your constructive criticism or your criticism. I hope you caught with a, with a minute. You. So most people, I don't care what, the, what you say because... If I'm not going to ask advice from you, then I'm darn sure I don't, don't care what your criticism is. But go ahead, Keith. All right, here we go. But I do care about yours because I ask advice from you all the time. Here we go. I'm mad at you. It is 10 minutes to the hour, and you come up with this. This needs to be shell, uh, tabled till tomorrow. Of course. Because, because this is a whole conversation. Uh, you brought up some stuff. A, a whole lot of these stuff. So one of my questions would have been, okay, so if you define the difference between ignorance and stupidity, what is willful ignorance? Stupidity. You know, it's, it's politically, it's politically <laughs> correct way to say you, 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 you trying to get away with some stupidity. Yes, go ahead, Scotty. Yeah, I mean, it, ignorance and y'all just made me think of uh, how I need to stop calling some people ignorant because they're not ignorant when they know better. They just stupid. Right, right, right. They just stupid. They just stupid trying to get away with something that you know you, you had no business trying to get. And another thing that's very important in this thing, and we're going to touch on it, is the greed portion of it. Greed is the extension of temptation that you can power. Okay, so where we got to go into this tomorrow, because like I said, this is a lot of stuff. So, and, and, and we're sitting, we're immersed in this stuff in yeah. our society right now. And you brought up another thing. You brought up religion. Mm -hmm. The other thing that you brought up was, was, was uh, I don't know if you brought it Schooling. Schooling. Mm -hmm. A huge one is race. Mm -hmm. And we're immersed in that. And we need to talk about some of this. Yeah, because it, 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 it's, it's really, really... Once again, I hold this up, Chief, and, and as you can, you're the only one that can see it. I'm holding up a book. It's called The Black Laws Dictionary, 4th edition, edition. Here lies all of the, the lies, the manuscript of subjugation and enslavement. It's not just this one. But remember, man can't create money. Man can only use money. But man can create debt. And they have the patent on all the debt that they created because they created it. Very, very important. So getting ready to get out of here, but we'll definitely pick this up tomorrow. And then we got to pick up the other one um, in the future too because it's, it's very important. And, and I want to just I want to just say this. I want everyone to just have this thought going forward. Be careful of which you think that you possess because you never really had the right to own it. And what I would say is this. 
be careful of what you would think that you possess because you never really had the right to own it. It's important because we've been taught to practice something, civilized colonialization. And I hope that we are ethical enough it's okay to make a to make a mistake. It's okay to, as Kennedy said, our error doesn't become a mistake until you refuse to correct it. We could have done things in error, but don't let it be our heart's mistake because we refuse to correct it. You bring up a, a whole bunch of stuff with the way a few minutes to play, and uh, again. Uh, the difference between and, and it goes all the way back to what you're talking about if you look at this colonialism right what it did to the world but it did it to the world that believed in what you're getting into with stewardship sure most of the world believes in stewardship right right this colonialism came there and said we own it yeah and see this is the thing Keith and I'm going to end it here our mistakes of our minds cannot become our mistakes of our hearts. So, everyone, just want to thank you all for listening to the Tando Radio Show. We're going to pick it up, uh, great creator willing, tomorrow. And I would just say, man, it just really hit me just now. I always say this. It's never goodbye. As always, we'll see you later. And before you ask for a fortune, Make sure to give one away. And that really became very, very significant to me this this past weekend in a very different way, and I, I greatly appreciate it. We're going to see that forward, multiple, multiple folds. Much love, much respect. Never goodbye. Always see you later. And before you ask for a fortune, make sure to give one away. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Gold dinar would have had serious consequences for the world financial system, but may also have empowered the people of Africa, something black activists say the U.S. wants to avoid at all costs. We slicing cake. We slicing cake. We slicing cake. Say the US wants to avoid at all costs. We slicing cake. Say the US wants to avoid at all costs.